Welcome to the On Life On Us podcast with Ashley and Wendell Christian, a podcast where we discuss real life, real situations, and real relationships. Get some. Welcome back, everybody. How are you, Wendell? I'm doing okay. So we're finally back from Thanksgiving break. Now we're a few weeks away from Christmas. So I hope everybody's Thanksgiving and everything was good and I don't know. Yeah, I hope everybody stuffed their face, um, enjoyed their Thanksgiving. Now the Christmas stress has come upon us. Yeah, apparently, I guess if that's what you want to call it. It's not um, stress for me usually. I don't, I don't stress about Christmas. We usually kind of make it more of a family day. Yeah, I mean, because uh, Adrian's the only person getting gifts, so. <laughs> All right, so what's up? Okay, well, I guess we'll hop right into it. So, um, episode three, we're going to talk about when your energy just doesn't match with someone. Oh, my God, you're being really quiet today. What? I'm, I'm letting you... Uh... <laughs> be the star of the show so usually um when okay so when Dell does his thing he comes to see me for lunch almost every day when i'm at work okay i'll come see you for lunch every day yeah you do well as long as i'm working in barberton no yeah when i'm working in kent too no you you actually come to see me every day now you can rarely do you not come see me why did come see you all last week that was a different week. Well, Again. So anyways, um, usually when I come outside to see Wendell, I have to vent about what has gone on in the morning at my job. So I get in the car and I'm usually like, can I vent? And I start rattling off all these things that I have been holding in, at least for part of my day. And, you know, that's um, that's how I start off my venting session so um usually when i vent it's because it's something that has been bothering me at work um maybe it's my interactions with people stuff isn't kind of you know sitting right with me at work and so instead of using my first reaction to things i need to vent before i say something that i don't want to say now, Wendell does his a bit differently. He says something different, so I want to have you say it. Well, I don't like niggas. <laughs> yeah, so that's what our, our original podcast title was supposed to be. It was going to be, I just don't like niggas. But Wendell felt like we shouldn't have said that on our podcast because it might turn some folks away. But I said it needed to be said. Once again, this needed to be shared on our on this platform because I feel like a lot of our audience relates to that. They might not say niggas, but they might say, oh, I just can't stand them. Or I just don't like people. Yeah, man. I don't like people or I can't stand being around this group of people. I can't stand y'all. I can't stand them. Something to that nature. But what I, what, to me, what, what you're really saying is, is, what you're doing, this does not, it really does not agree with me. 
-hmm. And in this moment, the energy that I'm giving off, the energy that I'm needing, it's not being matched. So that resorts to... I don't like people. I don't like niggas. Or that, yeah. <laughs> so you can expand on that for a little bit if you want. Um. So as far as me... uh. I would say that me and Ashley are very different when it comes to uh, how we look at relationships. Um, I think that's also what why we uh, mesh very well is because uh, we're able to kind of like bounce ideas off of each other. Um, so Ashley's more the more forgiving and um, like smile and like still get along with the group, even though she's not really feeling whoever it is that's in the group or people. I mean, she's been that way since when we were working together when we first met. I'm a lot different where... If I'm not feeling somebody or I don't like somebody or I don't like something that they're doing, I'm definitely not about to sit back and uh, cackle with you. Like, I, I don't care at all. Like, I'm one of those people that, like, if I don't have to interact with you, I'm not going to. And I'm not about to do small talk. Like, it's going to be real short and sweet and to the point and uh, keep it moving. Um, I definitely have had to work on that a lot more um, just on a professional level because obviously... There are going to be people that you don't necessarily particularly care for, but they're needed or you have to work together in order to get things done um, because the mission or whatever it is is bigger than you. But with that being said, I'm definitely one of those people where um, if I don't have to deal with you, I'm not going to. And I'm totally OK with people not liking me and not wanting to talk to me. Um, that's perfectly fine with me. I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> The energy, the energy thing for me is new because it's, it's not something that I really understood, um, I guess I should say, or I didn't, I didn't have that, that that's, that's the word that it was, the energy that was being transferred. Or we say vibe, the um, vibe. Even vibe I wasn't using. I, in the past, up until probably about, I don't know, a year or so ago. I always felt like I had to be a peacemaker. Mm -hmm. So a lot of those times I was sacrificing my own energy to keep the peace between the majority, basically. So like if somebody was not getting along in a group, I usually would try to be the peacemaker between people. Mm -hmm. You know, if somebody was having an issue in their life, I would give them my peace on mm -hmm. it. Um, but it's interesting because a lot of people even now don't really understand what energy is. And there's a, there's a lot of deeper top, you know, a lot of deeper meaning to energy and transferring of energy and how to come about energy and things like that. Um there's scientific studies, there's soul studies and stuff like that. I'm not saying I'm that deep. I'm going to keep it real basic <laughs> for this one. Um but I I love this topic because it's going to give people a different outlook on what is actually being transferred between two people. It's not just feelings. I think also within a group, like an environment, because yeah. I feel like um, I think I can speak from like standpoint of being in the gym. Right. There's like you can walk into a certain gym and it's a certain energy that gives off. And it's like, all right, like this feels totally different from this place. And I've been in many of them. So it's like without anybody even saying. Anything. Yeah. You can just feel the, the vibe of it. Like, OK, like this place is real clicky. This place is way more welcoming. So I think it, it definitely um, it definitely can be a person. 
um, that you don't vibe with, but it also can be an environment that you don't vibe in as well. And I think with that being said, I guess obviously we're going to go into our points, not trying to get deep into it. But um, well, I think a lot of times um, I think I think a lot of people can relate to this. It's like you are you have a mission or you're extremely talented at something and you can get in certain environments that don't support that talent. And so you think that it's something wrong with you or you think that you're not as great or, or that you can't be as great because this environment just basically isn't feeding or supporting or cultivating that because it's just not the right environment. Yeah. And so I think a lot of times, um, especially if you're somebody that's like trying to like, I guess, break generational curses or you're trying to do something like you're trying to tread water that like nobody else in your family has yeah, done before. Yeah, like you're basically trying to do something different than anybody that's come before you. And like your family, so you don't, you've never really seen it. Um, it's definitely very important to, I guess, in a sense, like protect um, your energy and and um, really pay attention to the environment that you're in and and ask yourself, is this really like the right environment for me to cultivate whatever it is that I'm trying to do? Um, because I've been in a similar situation like that where it was like, okay, I have this talent or. Um, I have the ability to do this or do that, but this environment just really isn't supporting what I'm trying to do. And I was, and it'll make you discouraged or it'll make you feel like, all right, maybe I'm doing the wrong thing. And it may not necessarily be that you're doing the wrong thing. It's just, you're in the wrong place. Definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of different ways to look into it. I guess we're going to get into that a little bit deeper, but. Um, no, that's really true though, because um, unless um, you kind of open up your own business or you open up your own kind of, creative space yeah. it's really important that you know how to protect your energy or how to manage where it goes mm -hmm. because like you said a lot of those environments like a regular workspace oh they don't want you to be different they might like you because you're different so in the interview when you come in and you're like oh i'm this person and i'm that person they're going to be amazed by how different you are well, what they're going to do is, is they're going to use that mm -hmm. to their advantage. They're not going to cultivate it for you. Rarely does a job like a J-O-B, like I'm just here to get my paycheck and go home type of job. Mm -hmm. They're not going to cultivate, help you cultivate those things inside yourself. They usually use that for their growth, not your own. Yeah. And I worked at a particular hospital and it was like that. Um, and... They wanted us to dress the same. Um, basically, the training process was the same and everything. And it was like there was no individuality in anything. It was kind of like you follow this process. This is how we do it. Um, and when you realize it's like if you have a gift or something like that, majority of the time now nowadays, it's like it's very rare that like there, there aren't a whole lot of Steve Jobs or like Elon Musk people. It's like um, people are buying whatever it is that you're doing, your service or your product because of the relationship you build or, or mm -hmm. the story that you have that you tell. Um, it's very rare now that you have somebody come up with such a unique product that they're like buying the product. So it's like your best selling proposition is the energy and the person and the story that you have. Mm -hmm. And so if you're somewhere where it's like that's being stifled and you can't show that person, well, I mean, you're kind of like you're being shortchanged. Yeah, that's why so many people, you know, they, they go to work and they... They go to work unhappy. They come home unhappy because you're not really given the opportunity to like live out your calling or what it is that you're there to actually do. 
Mm-hmm. They kind of want you to fall in line. And if you are an outlier, they're really going to use you. <laughs> yeah. They or really get rid of you yeah. if you don't fit the mold. Definitely. That too. Yes. So um, energy, what I find out, what I found out is um, it's a driving force or it's an impulse or this stimulus that encourages us to act on something. And, um, are you getting scientific up in here? I don't want to get too scientific. I just kind of put, that's an advanced definition right there. (laughs) I read up on some things and that's what I kind of put together that I agree with. Um, and that action is usually, um, it increases. So it could be good or a bad action, but Mm -hmm. it's an, it encourages, um, that action. Sorry. It encourages you to take on the action more and more. And I thought that that was good because, well, I thought it was crazy because a lot of us don't realize that even if we're in a not so good environment, like if you're in a bad environment, mm-hmm. it's going to encourage you to do more bad things or more things that will hinder you than help you grow. Mm-hmm. So it can be something as slick as, oh, well, when I come to work, nobody ever says good morning to me. If you're a good morning person hmm. or... <laughs> Wendell's like, I ain't a good morning person. Yeah, I don't really care. You don't have to say good morning to me. (laughs) Or it's like a domino effect. It's like nobody says good morning. You know, nobody's ever happy to be here. Everybody's always complaining about something. You know, a couple weeks down the line, you're going to find yourself being one of those people who complain every day they come to work too. You're going to be one of those, I can't wait till I get off work. I just can't wait till I leave here. Mm -hmm. I'm only here for six hours or eight hours nine hours and i'm out of here well yes newton's law a a thing that that starts in motion stays in motion until it's broken or stopped by an equal or opposite force yep i don't know what law that is but um that's some physics for (laughs) y'all but yeah that's that's momentum um i also thought about the fact that energy is not always evenly distributed Mm -hmm. um and so i put it as this thought came into my head. If you take two people and say you have these five energy levels or however many energy levels you ha- you're supposed to have mm-hmm. and all of them are full. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you got two people coming together and each level is full. It's complete. That relationship is probably going to be off the chain because it's like you guys are connecting in so many areas that this is great. Now there could be a downside to that, you know. Maybe you need some ba- more balance there, but I would say 90% you guys are going to connect really greatly on all of those levels. Now, all people don't have those five energy levels full. A lot of people have less. Mm-hmm. They may have two levels full. They may have three. So just imagine a person coming up to you and they only have two levels mm-hmm. and the levels is like Rocky. They probably don't like red. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, when you have all five full, that person who only has two, they're going to be depending on you for a lot of things to complete those empty energy levels. Mm-hmm. So if you're a person who everybody always comes to for like life advice or when they're having like a life crisis, they come to you, it's because you have an energy level that's full within that with them is totally empty or it's in the negative. Yeah, I think. um to piggyback off that, I guess the way I think about it is it's like, uh, because I believe too that you are the 
they say like the five people you hang out with that you'll be the sixth of whatever that is mm -hmm. i think there's some truth to that in a certain extent but i also think that i think about energy or i think about it as like a um like a thermostat right so like if you meet somebody and they're on like they're at like 80 degrees and you're on like 60 i think it depends on that person at 80 degrees the type of person they are right because you can pull that 60 up right mm -hmm. if the 60 if the 60 believes that it can be an 80 so I think when you when we're saying levels, I think you have to think about who that person is because you can be a two, right? Like I was saying about how you can be in an environment that's not supporting you. Mm -hmm. And so you're just discouraged, right? Because you don't have somebody that there to kind of like show you, okay, they're like, I can be a five, like I see a five and I'm going to follow the five. Mm -hmm. So I think it depends on the person because there are some people that are twos, right? And they don't want to be nothing else but a two. Yeah, definitely. So they're just draining. So they're going to use the five as much as they can, right? Mm -hmm. And the five has to know what they're capable of because also you can be a five and be super talented, but you don't know it. Yeah. And so you're true. so you're getting used. So I think that it depends. Like, because I think also I think that's that's basically what a mentor is, right? A mentor is a ninety and you're a seventy, right? And you're you're trying to get pulled to that ninety, but you have to be that type of person that's going to do that. Yes. Um. So I think it depends on, I think it depends on that because. It can work both ways. You could be you can be a five and don't know it and mm -hmm. you're being used or you can be a two and don't and, and you want to be a five, but you don't know how to get there. And then you meet a five. So, yes, that's true. I was also going to say that, you know, some people who have gotten so low in those levels in their life, they don't even realize that I've, I've lost other like these other, you know, energy levels to myself. Maybe I, I feel like I used to be a five and I have no idea how I got to a two. Mm -hmm. And, you know, thinking about myself, because in my past I was so, like I said, I was the peacemaker. I felt like I needed to be a peacemaker for whatever reason. I don't, I'm not going to say I don't know how I got there, but that's something that I took on from a very young age. I felt like I always needed to be the person who made others happy. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, a lot of people, when they see that, they automatically attach. It's, it's easy to be attached to someone who's always happy because it's like you're a feel good person. Yeah. I, I like to hang with you. I like to laugh with you. I like to kick it with you. You know, those things you have this that I need. And that's mm -hmm. and that's great to have somebody like that in your life. But over time, I found myself when I would when I would need that person, like I would need the five in my life. It was like. I had to depend on myself for some specific things that I needed, you mm. know? And so um, I guess the point that I was trying to make is, is that sometimes we don't realize that our energy tank is getting low and mm. we haven't replenished it or we don't even know how to maintain it. Yeah. And I think that's really important because even if you are a person who's called to help people or, you know, to pray for people or to help people get through things in their life, that person also needs someone or something to tap into or to lean on to get their get their energy back up to where it needs to be. Yeah, I think I've said that to you before. Where does Superman go when Superman needs to take his cape off mm -hmm. and somebody else needs to save him, right? Yeah. Um, I think also, I think to piggyback off of that too, it's like um, there's different seasons for it as well. So I think there are times where you are the Superman or you are the five, right? And then there are seasons where there are like down seasons and it's like, um, it's like that pivot. I think, um, I think what comes with this is a lot of it is like, uh, your ability to, I think first, I think first is just being self-aware, like, all right, 
I am in a place where there are a lot of people dependent on me for this specific thing or like me, my energy in this specific area or this specific place. And um, a lot of times it can become draining because you don't know when to pull back or you don't recharge, right? You're mm-hmm. giving it out to everybody and you don't know how to recharge. I feel like that's the place I'm in right now. Um, it's like I said, it's like uh, you are you're you're being this thing for everybody else. And it's kind of like it's putting you in a space because it's like, OK, when do I put this down mm-hmm. and I get to really recharge? And um, I don't know, like so I can be, come back and be even better. Like maybe I am a four right now. Right. Mm-hmm. And if I got a chance to step back and recharge, I'd be a five. And so I think, like I said, like even it like ebb and flows, like it depends on it depends on the season, the season you're in. There may be a season where it's like you can go, 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 go. Right. And you can give it out and um, dish it out to everybody. But then there's a time where you have to pull back and it has to be about you and you recharge. And um, I think that's a super hard thing to do, especially when you're a given person. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I think sometimes certain people can be talented and they don't see it right like going back to what i said earlier so it's like you need somebody to be kind of be that mirror right Mm -hmm. and they reflect what you are because like you operate at this certain level that's just how you operate you think that's normal but most people don't operate like that and so i think you need that person there again it's like that person that's able to take the 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 cape off of superman and be like all right it's time to be clark kent now yeah and 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 kind of like take a step back um i definitely have a hard time with that this is a, I mean, cut you off. This is a sidebar that just because you feel like you can't talk to the closest people around you, this, this is just in my own opinion. That doesn't mean, like, I wouldn't say that anybody has to take that into offense. Like, oh, well, what about me? Like, you know, you got me, you can talk to. Mm-hmm. Some people need different counseling. Yeah. That maybe you're not able to give. And that's just a hard truth that sometimes what you get from your friend they can't get from you and it's not anything bad but it everybody has their own unique need in that area and it it could be for whatever reason maybe they can talk to you during a certain season of their life but maybe in another season they're trying to achieve or i don't know attain something different so it's like i need to seek counsel from somewhere else Mm -hmm. not here i love you i still love you whatever you know but it's like i'm what I need, I can't get here, so I have to go somewhere else. I also think um, certain relationships and certain things call for you to be a certain type of person for those specific things. And so it's not appropriate for you to show some of those sides or um, it just disrupts the order. So you have to go somewhere else and and, and find that as well. Like, I think it's... um. Again, that goes back to being self-aware, right? Like there's certain there's certain relationships, there's certain places that call for you to be a certain type of person. Um, for instance, like a pastor, he can't get up on stage and be like, "I need y'all to pray for me. Um, I'm about to sin and I'm about to do all these things." Like he has to go, he has to go and get that from somewhere else. Certain person. Yeah. That's not for him to give to his people because he has to be that for his people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the same thing. Same thing with training, right? Um, I got to bring a certain type of energy to clients, mm-hmm. right? I can't be online talking about, well, I feel like binge eating and going to do this and do that. And, you know, I'm about to go drink for the rest of the week and everything else. Like, I'm not saying that you don't have fun or anything like that, but it's like, there's certain things, responsibilities, and there's certain, uh, what do you call that? Uh, what's the word? 
there are certain stipulations that come with certain responsibilities mm-hmm. and certain things that you want, yeah. right? Um, and certain relationships. So there's certain things you don't bring. I personally feel like in a relationship as a male, right, in a, in a marriage, there are certain things that the male is supposed to do. Like I, I equate it to like um, there's life is like a, like a storm, right? There's different storms that come. The male is supposed to take on a lot of that wind and a lot of the stuff that comes on as he's blocking it for his family, right? So there's certain stuff that you don't bring up at home or certain stuff that you just deal with because you're protecting them from feeling those things. Mm-hmm. So you don't bring that. And they say that you're supposed to bring that stuff to God or obviously you have your own male companions, the pastor, different stuff like that. So that's just that's just my opinion. I think that there's certain there's certain relationships to certain to certain places where um, it calls for you to be a certain type of person and that that's not a place for you to basically take your cape off yeah and that happens when you're growing mm-hmm. you know well it should happen when you're growing in friendship or in your career with your spouse mm-hmm. that's that's a normal thing so just because you're not seeking counsel from them specifically because i think that's easy to to do you kind of feel offended when it's like well you didn't ask me about that or you mm-hmm. didn't talk to me about that that doesn't mean that i have, I have anything against you mm-hmm. i'm we're both moving ahead or, you know, I'm moving in this direction and I need specific, specific counseling in this certain area to recharge myself because mm. I'm feeling empty right now. Yeah. And sometimes you do need an outside person. That's not, um, that's not a, that's not a spouse or it's not that person because they get a different perspective. And most of the time they want you to feel good. Yeah. When you're venting or you need whatever advice, they want you to feel good. Most people, and people say you should have these friends in your life that keep it real with you. Yeah, in theory. But I'm, I'm of, one of those friends. Most of the time when we talk to our friends, at some point of that conversation, you know, it's a it's a lot of agreeing going on. And girl, yeah, I would have did that too. Now, some friends will keep it real and they cut you out. Like, uh-uh. Yeah, that's, that's fucked up. <laughs> but, and we all need that too. I'm just saying most of the time though, certain situations you gotta yeah it's good to have an outside person but i guess to piggyback off well we're going to get into those points because that's that's one of my points as well okay (laughs) um so we'll get there later on to go off of there but um i wanted to get back to the when you said in the beginning about you're in a certain environment and nobody has to say anything but it's something that you can feel that's Mm -hmm. like your energy is just not agreeing with me. Mm-hmm. And that's a good point to me because this can this is this is in all areas too. Work and friendships or whatever. Where it's like you're around a person almost like majority of your majority of your week, let's say. Yeah. And it's like I don't really have to say much to you. You might even be smiling at me when you're talking to me, but I can feel like this this ain't it. Well, like, yeah. I, like I can feel that you don't care for me or you don't like me and I can like you probably can feel the same energy for mm-hmm. me. Like I read a um um this guy's name is Daniel Goldman. He has a book called Social Intelligence. And they have this research where they show that two people when they come in the vicinity of each other, basically your energy waves like your brain waves link up within the first 15 to 20 seconds. That's why like when you meet somebody, you can automatically tell like, "Ah, uh, not really feeling this person. And mm-hmm. the longer you're around that person, 
the more those vibes start coming and they're not agreeing with each other right so like you can tell after a while like all right like i really don't like this person like every time i come around you it's just like it's it's super weird and i know i'm not crazy because like i like i like (laughs) i like joey over here and i'm not really feeling you i don't know what's up with these j word names but like i'm feeling joey over here but like you i'm not really feeling you like yeah i mean it's just I used to I used to pass that up a lot. That's why I said like this inner the whole energy thing is making a lot more sense to me now because I was so used to denying it. It yeah. would be like, nah, she ain't she don't she ain't like that. Yeah, or it okay. would be like, nah. You know, they 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 could never like it could never Rebecca's be that like that. <laughs> and so but now I'm starting to feel that more and more like I feel like I'm a really, I'm a genuinely, I feel like I'm a genuinely nice person. Like You are. I, I am. You're nice. Whatever. I feel like I am. Like, most of the time, you know, I don't really, I don't set out with any ill intentions towards anybody. I kind of, I'm one of those people who can mesh well with a lot of people. Mm. But it's not the same for me. And I feel it. And uh, for a while in my life, it was like, I, I guess I had this naive thought that, if I was nice to people and I like people, they would like me back. Yeah, I felt the same way until I started working. Oh, you just start being around people a lot. Like, you'd be like, why do I always feel like this when I'm around you? Yeah, it's called a vibe, and they're very yeah. real. And I and I think I start realizing later in my 20s, it's like, um, energy and action speak louder than words. And so I start realizing people say a lot of things to your face, but they don't really mean it. I mean... Like the the easiest way to tell is like look at social media. Mm-hmm. There's people that you literally see every day, and then watch how they interact online with you versus in real life. Oh my! It's gosh. totally different. Like it, yeah. so that tell you right there, like it's fake. Yes. So I don't need to like, and it's funny because it's like, um, I've learned I've like obviously I learned that like in business world and like the professional world and like life, it's not the streets, so you can't do certain things that you would do on the street. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just go up to somebody and be like, I don't fuck with you like that. Like, I fuck you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can't do that, right? You yeah. have to you have to play. It's a psychological war. It's not yeah. a physical war. And so I've learned that, like, certain people, obviously, like, I have to deal with them because it's a business thing. But I realize, like, I know they don't really like me mm-hmm. or they don't really care for me. And that's fine. I think also to, to go off of that, the other way, the other way to kind of, I guess, before we start getting into our points um, is... You know, you know, you don't vibe with somebody when your values don't line up. So like mm-hmm. I'm somebody that like I'm very family oriented. Right. So when I put like like when you're not concerned about my family or like what's going on in my life or whatever like that, it's kind of like everything is, is strictly you want to make it strictly business. business. But then you want to kind of act like you care mm-hmm. type of thing. I can feel that like I can see that from a mile away. Oh, yeah. So it's like, I think one of the things you got to look at is like, our our values are totally different. So you're probably not going to vibe well with this person. So it's mm-hmm. like, this person over here is like strictly, they're money oriented. That's what they're all about. They're all about their money. Um, and they do, they get it by any means necessary. Yeah. And you're somebody where you're like very principle based and you care about people and you're a giver. You're probably not going to vibe with that person very well. So it's like, you don't need to try to figure it out. It's It's mm-hmm. there. And I think a lot of times is that like we we basically downplay our um, our intuition because we're not taught to do that. We're taught to believe words first. Yes. And I think energy and actions speak louder than words. Um, if you if you if you're around somebody or you're in a place right and you keep feeling the same thing over and over and over and over and That's over again, true. it's probably true because it's like okay, this isn't agreeing with you. And I also think that can happen over time. It could be a time where this was the right place. 
or these were the right people, mm-hmm. but you grew. Mm-hmm. Now you're now you're no longer a, a fifty. You're no longer at fifty degrees. You're at seventy now, and yeah. everybody's still at fifty. That means it's time for you to move on and try to find a seventy or eighty degree environment and move forward if that's where you want to be. Because I also believe too is like we have this um, we have this very weird um, like loyalty to our childhood. Like so, everybody wants to bring their family up. Everybody wants to stay loyal to those first couple of friends they have, right? And I think as you become an adult and life starts going on, when you have big goals, what you have to realize is most people don't. Most people talk about things they want, mm-hmm. but most people don't actually have big goals, right? They're not really about that life. I guess that's the best way I can say it, yeah. right? Most people are trying to cut corners, especially now with social media. Everybody wants to look successful, but nobody wants to actually do the work and uh-huh. they don't mm-hmm. see and the stuff that actually comes with it. Yeah. And so what you start realizing is, and this is what feels bad about it, is that you have to leave people behind. Mm-hmm. And so you run into the, like, you feeling like, you know, like you're being funny or like you're being brand new, but it's like the energies just don't align no more. Like y'all just aren't on the same wavelength no more and you got to move forward. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also what holds people back is because everybody wants to have a tribe to fit into. And if you've been in this tribe for 10 years, yeah. right, and now all of a sudden it's like, oh, this ain't really agreeing with me no more. You you either, you you basically, what do you call that, shrink your goals or your dreams Mm-hmm. And you try to fit in or you're just frustrated because you don't want people to feel bad. Yeah. Or you want to bring them with you. And all that's doing is you're you're basically you're carrying leeches with you. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that's all they're going to be because they don't want more. And there's and you have to learn to love from a distance or disconnect completely. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, it's definitely difficult. I mean, um, who doesn't want everybody that you come up with that like was there when you were at the bottom? Right. Who doesn't yeah. want who doesn't want everybody there? Or you can see a lot of things in people that they don't see in themselves. And it's like, they are, they're really good in this area. I, I wish that yeah. they could come along with me. And yeah, you're like, holding on to potential. Yeah. It's just like in relationships. Mm-hmm. A lot of time that it, it just doesn't work out that way. It's like this person has all the potential. It's just like... Um, and some things are just meant for you. Yeah, definitely. A lot of people um, discount that, that some blessings are only meant for you. When it's meant for you to move on or to level up or elevate or... Mm-hmm. I don't know, be independent or I don't know, you move on to a bigger firm or something like that. Sometimes those blessings are only for you. It's not for you to hold somebody's hand and say, please come with me. Mm-hmm. I got this place. I see this place. Can you please come with me? Because mm-hmm. sometimes they'll sabotage it. Well, definitely. If they, Like I said, most people don't have big goals. They want things, but they don't have big goals and they're mm-hmm. not willing to work for them. It's just like, if it don't happen like this, then... yeah. <laughs> It just is what it is. So um, I decided to come up with some ways that um, some takeaways where we can make sure we are continually transferring good energy. And we only came up with six just to keep it even, but I'm sure there's a ton that, you know, you could think of. Um, So the first one I came up with um, a good way to make sure you're trans you're transferring good energy is to make yourself a priority um and i say this because whenever you are thinking about transferring energy you have to make sure that your cup is full before you start to expend your energy in different places with different people you need to make sure that you're good first let me make sure that i have my levels full to the point where you know I'm good, I'm happy, I can share if I feel the need to. 
Um, so some ways you could do that. You, I would totally suggest spending time with yourself. And a lot of that um, is, you know, solitude is this thing that is so important that a lot of people pass up because we always feel like, well, if I have some time to give, I'm going to spend it with my friends or my family. You know, start spending some time with yourself. Get to know yourself, you know, what you want out of life, what you're good at, what your calling, you know, is or this craft that you want to get into. That's a really good um, place to start. Some people do that through meditation. You can meditate on your Bible. You know, you can um, read books. You can do whatever you feel like it's going to make you um, feel, I guess, rejuvenated um, with yourself. The second one I have is um, when you do have those hard conversations with people, say people come to you for advice and things like that, or maybe you're having a really tough conversation with somebody. After that conversation, give yourself some time to think about what just happened. Like, give yourself some time to think about the emotions that were just expressed. You know, if it's sadness, if it's, you know, a difficult time somebody's going through, if it's loss or grief. Give yourself some time to go over those emotions that you guys just shared with each other and then figure out what side of that issue you're on are you the person who is taking on this thing and you're helping this person with it so say somebody just lost a family member are you that person that is going to basically mourn with them are you going to try to help them out financially or are you going basically are you guys going to go through this time together sometimes you're not really in that moment with that person you may just be there for help so Whenever somebody wants to, to, to call you in to talk, you're just there, you know, and it's not on the surface. You are there to help them, but you're not really there to help them through all of those stages of getting over that difficult time in their life. Or maybe it's a really bad breakup. Maybe, you, maybe you're the person that they just call to vent. And once the venting is over, you know, the conversation is kind of done for that moment in time. Um, the other part to that was is to be mindful that you don't have to carry others' issues if you don't want to. And I think that we get caught up in that a lot because we automatically feel like if they're coming to me with a the problem, then it's my problem too. Sometimes, yeah, like you're obligated. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it's not, and that's okay because we all have a level of life that we're supposed to deal with on our own. Mm -hmm. um, the last thing, which is kind of attached to number two, is is to limit yourself to unnecessary stimulation. So you don't always have to involve yourself in problems or issues that others have created on their own. Even if they ask you for your advice, you know, girl, let me tell you what happened today. What you think about this? Mm -hmm. You know, you don't set healthy boundaries. Yeah. You don't always have to offer, you know, what you think about something because sometimes then it turns into, well, such and such said this, and then somehow you become a part of their problem. And it's like, I just gave you my opinion. It's not really, it's not really that. Mm -hmm. um, you're not obligated to always answer the phone. It's okay. Uh, once again, we all have our different levels of things that we need to deal with on our own. So you don't have to answer the phone every time somebody calls you. It's okay if you miss a call. And um, the last thing, this is more than three, sorry. <laughs> the last thing is that if you don't feel like going, you don't have to. There's going to be more events, more parties, more gatherings that you can attend. So... Just protect your peace as much as you can. 
Mm -hmm. Okay, so I have three points. So I'm going to be biased on this first one. So my first point would be uh, to train. And I personally believe that training is super important because I just feel like if you're not taking care of yourself, um, how could you basically give good energy? And um, I guess even being your best self for somebody else, like if you're not taking care of your body, if you're not eating well, if you're not managing stress properly. And I think obviously training is a stress reliever in and of itself. But I just think that if you're not taking care of the body that you have, well, you're not taking care of your mind, you're not taking care of anything else. How could you possibly be bringing your best energy to level up or to be, I guess, the person that's bringing everybody else up in your environment? So I think that's super important not to go off on a huge tangent on that. But that's uh, that's my first bias point. Um, next, what will come with that is um, having somebody that holds you accountable or that sets a standard for you. And so... That person doesn't necessarily have to be somebody that you see in person, per se, because now we have social media and you have different ways to connect with like different people around the world. So you could have like a virtual mentor or somebody that that you look up to that sets the bar for whatever it is that you do, um, whether and you can have many of them. It could be somebody that you have for a relationship. You can have somebody for like your health and wellness. You can have somebody for your specific career. Um, and basically that person sets the bar. And that's the person that you strive to, I guess, become or emulate in your own way. I think that's super important because a lot of times, like if you don't have at least a goal in mind or like a standard, like what are you really aiming for? You're just kind of spreading yourself thin. And that goes into my last point, which is knowing where to give your energy to. Um, and I compare that to uh, LeBron James when or his entire career. So like his first seven years of his uh, being in Cleveland, he was kind of like this, he was kind of like this all, well, he's an all around player, but it was kind of like, he was, he was more so operating on a, on his, his, uh, his athletic ability and basically trying to do everything. Right. And those seven years, he constantly came up short because he didn't have the help that he needed, but also he realized that he couldn't do everything on his own. And so when he left to go to Miami, you started to see him evolve as a player. And so he just became a lot smarter. He um, obviously he had a lot better uh, surrounding cast around him, but again, it helped him level up and become a better leader. And obviously, he was a great player when he was in Cleveland those first uh, seven years. But now the environment fit who he was, and now he was able to basically channel his energy in the right way, and he ended up becoming a champion. And then now, as you see him as he's gotten older, he's not exactly the exact the same athlete as he was, and he doesn't have the same, I guess. I wouldn't say the same go, but obviously he's older and he can't do, he can't go to the extent that he was when he was younger. So he knows how to distribute and use his energy properly and obviously bring the other guys around him up to basically support what he's able to bring to the team. So I think like that's super important as well as that like as you mature, as you level up, as you move forward, it's like knowing where to spend your energy to because it's like, um, as you get older, obviously you're gonna slow down, but it's becoming wiser and it's like knowing, okay, like this is important. And it's obviously being able to realize those those environments and those situations early on, right? I'm not gonna waste six months in a relationship or six months in this business relationship or a year or two years or three years trying to force this thing to happen. Yeah. And this isn't the right place. It's becoming more wise and um, knowing where they spend the energy. So um, those are my points. Um, yeah, that's it. 
I guess the biggest, my biggest takeaway from the conversation is to trust your intuition. Definitely. Because, you know, if it's, if it's happening constantly, you know, you got to pay attention to those, that energy that's being transferred, whether it's good or bad. I mean, it's easy to talk about the, the bad energy that's being transferred, but even if it's good, it's like, maybe you should invest in this relationship because every time we get together, we hit it off or whatever. Um, and that's a good thing, but Mm -hmm. you know, trust your intuition and if it's not sitting right with you, definitely figure out an exit strategy, whether it's a career, relationship, whatever you got to do. Yep. Um, Leave Jerome alone. <laughs> don't Jerome. forget to work on it. Yeah. Try try your best to work on it. But yeah, definitely. If it if it's bad, you got to think about that. Or you just got to start um, paying attention to those things and knowing where to move. It's just like this isn't this just isn't it, and we got to make a move. Anything else? That's it for today. That's it for me. Thank you for listening to the On Life On Us podcast. If you found value in this episode, please share with a friend. Also, don't forget to like our Facebook page called On Life On Us podcast, where you will find our email to send in questions and comments and future topics. Get some.